Don Watts on the track Zeus, Don One, Reboy, Quill, The Gift, and yours truly, Fred Nuts I'm one in a million with a million dollar flow Fred DiBiase got the power in the dough If it's a problem, let me know or I suggest you let it go Cause it ain't worth the problems that'll be knocking at your door Home man Please don't make me hurt you Disrespect the boss, ain't treat treated like Virgil Cause when I write raps, it's beyond your price tag He's a waste of man And welcome back everybody to the unpopular review Around the Blocks with Mike Knox and the Z is Silent Wrestling Show. Listen, people, it is a plethora of wrestling information we have to unload on you today, people. Listen, because people around the wrestling world is always talking this and talking that. They forget one thing. Wrestling is hashtag storyline. So if you don't understand that, then don't even talk to me about professional wrestling. Listen, people, make sure you follow me on all the social medias. Where is that at, people? I wonder. I don't know. It's absolutely free. Wherever you are, we are. And as always, I am your host, Mike Knox. And indeed, you can see this fly. Shout out to talk line for this macho man. Woo! Jacket I got on like this. Jacket I am hardcore. And as always, welcome to the program. My tag team partner, my right-hand man. Hey, Oos, you going to get him? Welcome back. Dice, man. Yeah, your boy is back. Back with the foolishness, back with the nonsense. Mr. Dice, man, a.k.a. Mr. Z is solid, a.k.a. Dice, man, holler, a.k.a. Big uh, Kifk in the chat. You already know. (laughs) People, listen, like I said, we have a lot to discuss on the program today, but... Unlike last week's guest, which we are saddened by the fact that old flying Brian Pillman Jr. did not win the AEW Tag Team. But he said they will be back. The Varsity Blondes will be back one day. But today, listen, I've been trying to get this brother on the show. I mean, it hasn't been a couple years now, all right, to try to get this man on the program. Listen, man, I've said this time and time again. I'm going to say it here and I'm going to say it now. When wrestling podcast radio shows begin... There was a handful of them. There was not a plethora as there is today. It wasn't your mother's, sister's, auntie's podcast who think they know it's professional wrestling or have a microphone and it's time to talk. No, people went to school for this shit, okay? And I'm one of them, okay? And along those, we're talking about 11, 12 years in the game. If you do not know this wrestling podcast, do me a favor. Look on the ground. Keep looking. And smack yourself in the back of the head because these guys are the... Forefathers of wrestling radio, conversationalists. Now you have your guys we love and love and love and love, but there's no one like this guy right here. Welcome to Around the Blocks from Busted Open Radio. He is my friend. He should be yours, Mr. Dave LaGreca. What's going on, Lacafunza? (laughs) <laughs> Mike Dice, what's up, boys? How are you? Good, you? man. Good. I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. I'm uh, I'm happy to be on the show finally. I appreciate you coming on. It's been always been a you always said, let me know, and then life would happen. So I didn't let you know. This time I let you know you tagged you in, you came around the blocks of Mike Knox. How you doing this Monday? <sighs> Monday night, Raw night, I guess you could say. Yeah, good. Yeah, we got Raw tonight. That's always a big thrill. Yeah, it's always like the <laughs> hardest thing to watch in wrestling television. It's Monday Night Raw. And, and, and we're morons because we still watch it. 
and we're still hoping for the best. But let's just hope for that tonight. But that is not why I actually have you tonight. I want to just pick your brain. I ain't going to lie to you. Show them the shirt you got on, Dice. Show them the shirt. We are all family. This is true. That's why I wanted to have you on. I've always been um, enamored by your conversation, enamored by your energy, first and foremost, and secondly, your knowledge of professional wrestling. And in this business, it's all about that. It's, you know, you guys have you have a storyline, Busted Open Radio, and and, and I follow that storyline, and, and I'm a big fan of you guys. Um, and and I just love how long we we're older guys. You know, I'm 45. They make fun of me all the time, like you're the oldest guy in the party. You're old. You know what? We're old, so because we're old, we've seen it all, Dave. Talk to me about, and those who do not know who you are, your love for this business and how long you've been with in love with professional wrestling. Well, compared to me, you're still a baby, Mike. So whenever you're feeling old, just invite me on. So No, I'm 49. So as you know, like, you know, wrestling, and, and we talked, Bully and I talked about it on our show, Busted Open, this morning about, it's just, a di- it's different. It's, I'm not saying it's better or worse, whatever. It's just different than the wrestling that we grew up on. Like, Absolutely. you know, it's, it's just, it's, I don't think there's anything, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, any form of entertainment that has changed as much as pro wrestling has changed in the last 20, 25, 30 years. It's completely different, but. I still love it. I'm still passionate about it. I'm lucky to have made it my career doing Busted Open on a daily basis on Sirius XM. And and I just love kind of, I, I mean, and I and I talked about this too, and I'm glad that, and I think the t-shirt that you're wearing today, Dice, is fitting in the conversation that we're having right now is that as fans, we've kind of lost our way. Like we used to be up against, as fans, we used to be up against people that didn't like wrestling or, or said mm-hmm. that it was fake. And that was kind of like who we used to battle. Now it seems like we fight amongst ourselves, like we fight within our own community. Like yeah, right. a- AEW against WWE and vice versa and this and that. And it's just like, it's crazy. And I never thought I would see that within our own pro wrestling community. But in 2021, that seems to be the game right now is that because pro wrestling has become mainstream, because pro wrestling has become popular, because ESPN talks about pro wrestling and major publications talk about pro wrestling, it's not us against them anymore. Now it's us against us. So like the family that we once had, the community that we once had, which was strong, just seems to be fractured right now. I'm sorry to keep, I'm sorry to put this on a, on a sour note, but that's no, what, I, that's, what I that's what I feel like. That's what I, that's exactly how I feel like right now. That's how I deal with every single day in wrestling. Like literally, I am on this show, and I have 10 years, 12 years I've been doing this now. And and I used to be at a peak, and that peak's not there. But I tell people I stay because I want to bring remember if you're a Christian, your job is to bring the, the lost to Christ. You know, everybody's a believer. Make them a believer. When in wrestling, I want to make people still believers. I I cannot stand wrestling fans to just bicker and beef over my love is pro wrestling. I don't have a, I'm not a WWE Mark. I'm not a, I'm a wrestling Mark. I'm here for pro wrestling. And the worst thing I cannot stand is like, I remember being at WrestleMania New Orleans, had a chance to meet you guys down there for the Bosa open at, at Barcadia. You guys had, had, had did that big, big event down there. And I remember coming to the building and telling everybody, I came back like, yo, it was such an unpleasant event that when once Roman and Ignum came out, the booing that came, I'm sitting yeah. there like this one guy wanted to fight me. You're cheering for Roman. You're a fucking moron. Like, 
really do like <laughs> <laughs> I'm a more how you think you look right now. And I just cannot stand those kind of, you know, wrestling fans in general, like go enjoy. You don't like you do like that's your business. Move on. W dealing with what you just said, is that one of the biggest challenges you have in our community is is trying to find that common ground just to get along with fans? Yeah, I mean, and, and I felt it even on the show today, like I'll get tweets and I'll get phone calls from people calling me. The big end thing now is calling me, like you mentioned a WWE mark. Now I'm an AEW mark. Uh -huh. And people people say I'm on Tony Khan's payroll. And, and like, listen, it's a, I'm not on anyone's payroll. Nobody, the only people that pay me is SiriusXM. Nobody else pays okay. me. That's <laughs> the only company that pays me is SiriusXM. Um, I'm, I tell you my honest opinion, Monday night raw, you know, I'm not a big fan of lately. It's, it's tough mm -hmm. to get through three hours. So people right. accuse me of hating on the WWE. Well, how can I hate the WWE when every single Wednesday morning I praise NXT mm -hmm. and I go on social media and say how much I love Friday Smackdown. night Smackdown. I mean, there's more to the WWE than just, than just Monday night raw. Mm -hmm. And I do want to see AEWs. Oh, God forbid. I want to see a company outside the WWE thrive and survive and succeed. I do. I, I root for AEW because I want to see them do well, right? Competition and options right. are something that we need. But I think that's the biggest thing. Right now, it seems like if you praise one company, you're against mm -hmm. the other company. Yeah. If you praise one company, yeah. you're a mark for that company. Just like you were saying, Mike, with Roman Reigns. Hey, if that's if that's the person you love, it's that if Roman Reigns, you know, five years ago was the reason you watched pro wrestling, then great. Be yeah. a Roman Reigns fan. I'm with you. WrestleMania 34, if you left and didn't watch the main event between Roman Reigns and Brock, well, you missed a great match. Yeah. You know, so you're only cheating, you're only cheating yourself when you do things like that. And you mentioned when you started watching wrestling and I mean, when we well, amongst our journeys and conversation, we both have a love for you think Ric Flair is the greatest wrestler of all time. That's your favorite wrestler of all time. Dusty Rhodes holds. Uh, uh, it was the first time my children ever seen me shed a tear. And I remember my son said, what are you crying for? And I said, you know, Dusty Rhodes just passed away. And he said, did you know him? I said, no, I didn't. But because of him. And your grandfather, I love professional wrestling. And that's a love that, you know, you grab onto as a child and you hold on to. Why are some of the reasons you still hang on and and and, and love pro wrestling the way you do? Because you're 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 one of the guys. I have a couple of friends, shout out to um, my kicks is my fix nephew, Corey. I'm a belt king, he's a belt emperor. He has about 40 championship belts. So help me, Lord Jesus. He does. <laughs> and, and he still watches from this innocence, you know what I mean? And my kids helped me through it watching it. Like, for instance, just gonna bring up real quick the zombie crap. No, it wasn't for me, but my kids sat here and laughed at that shit. You know what I mean? So it was kind of odd. So what has kept you grounded and still loving this thing we call, you know, pro wrestling? I I just think it's in it's it's in your DNA. Like once you fall in love with wrestling, that that's it. And you know, it's kind of like being a fan of a sports franchise, right? Like if you're a, you know, you're seeing it right now with the Knicks. You know, I live in Jersey, so I'm surrounded mm -hmm. by Knicks fans. Like the Knicks. When's the last time the Knicks won an NBA championship, right? It's been seventy-two. Yeah, it's been decades and decades and decades of, of coming up short. It's, you know, Patrick Ewing's finger roll instead of just dunking the ball and getting past Indiana. Or, you know, like 
you're a but you're a hardcore Knicks fan. Like yeah. you can't change teams. You can't just take off those colors. That's that it's kind of in your butt. It's the same thing with wrestling. Like you're a diehard fan. So you go through the good times and the bad times. And a lot of times with wrestling, there's some really highs and there's some really lows. And mm-hmm. and it's not like it's bad. I can't come on your show and say, wow, wrestling is really bad right now because no, there's no, some great bad. moments. Yes. There's some great things that happen. There's some great matches. There's some great shows, but you got to stick with it. And I think that's the biggest thing is I, I stick with it because I love it. And it's, it's a part of who I am. It's part of what makes Dave LaGreca. Dave LaGreca is pro wrestling. No, that's box office. Dave LaGreca. Okay, and your rant from today on MJF, <laughs> your rant from today, and I'm, I'm listen. I go back before Busted Open became the Hall of Fame show it's become. You know what I mean? Back in the day, I remember it was about seven, six years ago. I'm, I get my my um my new car, and I'm you know XM ready. I'm like, is this fucking wrestling on the radio? Like, like, what is this? Like, I'm doing a podcast at this time. You know, I'm on Blog Talk, and a couple of guys knew from there. Go to also go to Shiz XM. Um, they did a basketball show on Saturdays, and I, and I'm like, man, this is wrestling though on on the radio. That's not, you know, it was a couple of guys in Milwaukee. Uh, shout out to Dave here on those guys. They were out there, but like, this is you guys were big time. And I'm listening. I'm like, yo, this is amazing. My wife's like, you're really gonna drive in the car listening to wrestling conversations? I say, you listen to sports talk That's every morning. Yeah. What's, <laughs> what, what's, what's the difference? This is this is this is my lane. You gave me hope um, that I can still do this in this business. So, how hard has it been for you? Because I mean, you got guys out there like Sam Roberts, right? You, and they and they've made their their splash, and they're they're getting their their little time on now on the AME programs and and, and Rosenberg. And, and I know you you know you've met these guys, and you know, and, I, and I've I've come across some of these guys, but you actually know these guys. How do how do you stay? grounded in, and is there a purpose is there a plateau that's the that's a better question is there have you reached a plateau that proverbial brass ring and and read it and, and getting wrestling heard by the masses i mean it's it's great and thank you for the compliment i appreciate that it means a lot to me but no i'm still hungry to get to that next level and it's about it's about respect like you talk about numbers you talk about listeners you talk about sponsors like all those things happen for busted open which i really appreciate but i'm still looking even within the walls of sirius xm is to get the respect like you know the nfl shows do or the nba shows do and i got numbers that compete or exceed those shows i I don't even know what those numbers look like i'm not gonna believe it yeah but (laughs) But I still don't get the respect. Like, I'm still Dave LaGreca, the pro wrestling show guy. Like, well, yeah. But you need to start recognizing that I'm up here and I'm not down here just because it's pro wrestling. Pro wrestling is up here. Like, pro wrestling is popular. It is important. It's a part of pop culture. It's a part of our culture. Like, it's it's right here along those lines. And, and, And I'm still thriving for that. It still keeps me hungry. It still keeps me grounded, and but to answer your question, I, I haven't reached that plateau. I haven't reached that ceiling yet because how I'm was still that, waiting for that. How was the transition going from the original group on you know on on Busted Open to you know Sirius XM? From all reports I read, the ones who made the changes, you know what I mean, to put out the team, and you were one of the guys. Let's just say, be honest, was blessed to stay there. Right when they decided to make these changes, because you guys were making wrestling mainstream, they they saw the potential at that moment. 
Um, how was that transition being you were friends with the guys that you used to work with? Well, the original, the original group was myself, Doug Mortman, and our producer was Mike Riker. Mike right. Riker and Doug are still very good friends of mine. Mike Riker left and moved on, and he got another job in radio. Doug Mortman is like – he's a VP at Sirius XM. Okay. Like, yeah, don't feel bad for Doug. No, he doesn't feel bad. I mean, I mean he is – he seriously, he like – because we all had side gigs. That's the thing. Okay. Like, when this show started, you know, it was just, you know, like one day a week for an hour and then two days right. a week for an hour. And it keep it kept expanding. So we all had kind of like our, our quote-unquote day jobs. And they both – pursued those day jobs and they have gr found great success I, and i i stayed with busted open i i i i felt it i i this is what i wanted to do i didn't want to move on to anything else so i i, I i'm glad i stuck with it because it's without a doubt the best job i've ever had so it, it's, it's got to be one hell of a ride you get to work with hall of famers you get to talk professional wrestling in so many different ways than we can i have a another hashtag here my first one wrestling is storyline my other one is death to dirt sheets i cannot stand dirt sheets and, and the crap that people will read off of these things and i call people dave citizen reporters you, you're you know you're a journalist you've been to school you've got your degree as, as well as myself so you know what i'm referring to when i say well, that. I, i'm gonna just cry i don't mean to interrupt you but yeah one thing i will correct you on i am not a journalist you're not a journalist okay I'm my not, apologies i am not a journalist <laughs> i am i'm a talk show host I, okay like because i get that all the time well you're a journalist no i'm not okay. like i've never I never uncovered a story or I never. Right. Okay. Okay. No, I'm just a talk show. So go ahead, Mike. But you, but you have an end to things and people and access rather that others cannot, you know, try to okay. obtain in, in that, in that, in that realm. And doing so, I've, I've gone from calling into you guys a show to being, you know, uh, I tried to take over the bus driving mic job. Then I became Orlando Mike. Then I said, hey, I'm coming to New Orleans. I'm going to meet you guys. Remember that conversation day we I had on the phone that day? And I that do. day, that day, your Hall of Fame co-host, Mr. Mark Henry, said oh to God. us, <laughs> come on by. We got you. Remember that? Come on by. That morning, I oh seen him God. in access. And here we are. We're getting mobbed by fans like we're wrestlers. I'm just nothing but a fan. Okay? We're the ultimate dragon of fans. We just have belts. And he... Gave us a head nod, and I was broken. See how he's laughing? This story echoes through the realms. I do remember this phone conversation, by the way. Because he I, said, and I quote, yes, come over. And I got he must have had a really bad morning for access that night. And then we got a chance to meet everybody later at Barcadia. But I just wanted to bring it up to you guys. I want because I know people be thinking, like, you might you might have made this up. Like, no. Okay, I'm not living in an ultimate reality. This is not Army of the Dead. Did that or did that not really happen? Okay, great movie, by the way. Shout out to Dave Bautista for that. If you haven't seen that, Dave, I like that movie. I, I, I personally fucking love it. All right, I'll watch it then. <laughs> okay, I, I personally I personally love it. I just tell everybody, watch it, you know, and just enjoy it. If you like enjoying movies for what they are, then there's something that you cannot enjoy about this for what it is. But Dave, um, who are some of your favorites that you had a chance to interview in, in, this, in this game? And you had a chance. I know you finally got Undertaker. Yes. But before we before we get to that though, Mike, but but Mark did beat you guys and was like, um, you guys were able to connect, correct? No, he gave me the head nod. No, but even at Barcadia? Nope. I, he got and remember he was the, Mark was the first one once it was over to, to dart out to dart out. 
He that's was the first that, one to, to dart out. That's and I very felt- un-Mark Henry-like because I've never, honest, and I'm not just saying this, I have never met a wrestler that's more, been more fan-friendly than Mark Henry. Seriously, like, he came out, I did that thing with Thunder Rosa. Yeah. He came out to Buda, Texas, and he hung with oh, like, wow. all the fans for hours, just like BSing and stuff like that. So, I well... I, I owe you one. I owe as you they one. Say, as they say, <laughs> my heart, if you can see. <laughs> my heart, I owe you one. Because part of the crew was like, one of the members of the crew was like, no, I'm, I, you know, opposite of what you're saying now. And I kept saying, nah, I spoke to him. I've spoken to him several times in the air. We're good. We're good. We're good. And when he did that, I mean, he literally just gave us the old, and there's no way you didn't know who we were because we had, you saw us that they had all the suits on, the belts. We, you, we, they escorted the us out of the you. access. Yeah, the, that is the picture behind me. How about that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they escorted us out of the building because the fans wouldn't leave us alone. You know what I mean? Um, but hey, it, it's, it's water under the bridge now. But again, those speaking interviews, of Mark because Henry, that's speaking of Mark Henry. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It, you get to see him on a, a basis. How is it watching that transformation of him lose that weight? He looks amazing. We saw Big Show lose a lot of weight, but Big Show was still big. And Mark Henry, he's a big guy, but he doesn't look like a big guy now. How is it looking at him now? He's in great shape. He, you know, and you hear about this in other sports, like offensive linemen. When they retire, the first thing you have to do is lose that weight for your health and stuff. And Mark's done a phenomenal job. He's in great shape. He takes care of himself, exercise, eating right. So, uh no, he, it's unbelievable because he's lost like a person. Like he's lost. Like a person. He looks like he lost a person too. Yeah. So he looks he looks great. See, it's people like Mark. It's, it's my, my wife got him in this morning. She went for our daily walk without me. And I was a little upset. She said, are you walking for me or are you walking for you? And I have to pause and say, damn it, you're right. I kind of walk to see your ass, but hey, I do walk for me. So, but those, if you, if you see my wife's ass, well, no, you cannot look at that. Let me stop. Moving on. Okay. Look at Tyson's face. Up, not me. <laughs> Don't blame me. You're the one that brought it up. Is McMahon the last interview you need to be satisfied in your in your days of having to be this 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 host of a great awesome busted open radio my kids cannot play a wrestling game by the way anytime somebody gets you know busted open they literally bust out busted open just so you know that <laughs> I, I like them they're great i've actually already interviewed vince mcmahon okay so vince mcmahon's off the bucket list like you mentioned undertaker's off the bucket list man it's it's really hard like for the most part I've interviewed everybody, you know, I, I've interviewed everybody. <laughs> There's not a lot. I mean, one of the, one of the few was, and, and I actually was able to do it during the pandemic was Thunderbolt Patterson. Thunderbolt Patterson was always somebody I wanted to interview. I interviewed him, Bob Rook. I mean, mostly like the people that are on my list of people that I want to interview are more of the old school guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've been very, very lucky, though I never had the opportunity, unfortunately, to interview Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes, I would have loved to. And Dusty passed away during during this show's run. I never got right. to inter- time to interview him. Never got a chance to interview Randy Macho Man Savage, which bothers me to no end. But um, I've, I've been lucky enough to be able to interview pretty much everybody I've, I've had on that list. 
of people I wanted to interview. I'm very lucky in that respect. And the number one, of course, is Ric Flair. So yeah, I, I knew you was waiting for that to come out there. And, yeah. and Tommy misled me, Dreamer, on Saturday because he was you were brought up on Saturday's show and he said you hadn't got a chance to do uh mcmahon so i guess i missed that one no, I, was like, okay. I mean you can now call in on saturday and tell ryan mckinnell was it with ryan was the it was show with ryan? ryan it was with ryan yeah you tell ryan mckinnell hey i was listening to last saturday's show and you guys mentioned that lagreca never spoke to vince mcmahon i have spoken to vince mcmahon so okay so before we let you go we have a question today on today's show and it's the question that's been around the internet right and that's right now you know like the nba the nfl it had a logo for professional wrestling who you think would be on that logo for professional wrestling who would you put there you know wow, that's it, a tough one because so to me i said the nba should change it it used to be it was going to be jordan i remember people always say no it wasn't like, you go back jordan didn't want that right always says jordan's an arrogant this and that jordan said he didn't want that to be his you know the logo of jordan to be on the nba because it would take away from the nba and to keep it jerry west but now since we had the sudden unfortunate death of one kobe bringing you know, Black Mamba Bryant, that's kind of leaning that way. So now wrestling fans, like we always do, we run social media. There would not be social media without professional wrestling fans, by the way. I'm going to know that. We, when wrestling's on, they take over Twitter and social media. But I gave you time. That was my disclaimer. Give me somebody. Who <laughs> <laughs> you got on the logo? I mean, you have to kind of narrow it down, right? So, okay. so, they, so, so start with your Mount Rushmore, and then you got to pick one. All right, so my Mount Rushmore, just really quick. I know that's not your original question, but I'll morph it into the uh, Mount Rushmore. No, see, that's how, that's called that was my journalism integrity that tagged that in there. So you see that. All right, so my Mount Rushmore would be Ric Flair, of course, Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan, okay, and this is going to surprise you a little bit, Terry Funk. That's my Mount Rushmore. Okay. So Hogan's out. Okay. <laughs> he would lose so many people supporting the product if he was if he was on there. Okay. Hogan's out. Um, I'm gonna take out Stone Cold as well. Oh. So I'm gonna put it between Flair and Funk. Now, Ric Flair is my number one, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna choose Terry Funk, and here's why. Okay. Because Terry Funk wrestled throughout many different generations, had many different styles. Like that guy could be an NWA champion that was a mat wrestler, but he could be ECW doing a moonsault at the barbed wire. So my vote for the official logo of pro wrestling would be a silhouette of Terry Funk. I like it. Okay. Different. Now, do you really like it, Mike, or are you being kind? No, I'm being, hey, it's, it's your logo. So it's yeah, what you would make it. It's not my logo. It's pro wrestling, it's pro wrestling logo. logo. Now, for me, and I'm going to go jump the gun, I thought you would go with Flair because just I could just see him, the woo, you know, how he's in the robe and he's that just his hands out. I could see that. I could see it savage. Even though I can't, I hate to admit it, I could see Hogan's kind of, because it's still what of a logo being there. The I'm not sure. Yes, it, the it, it, I, yeah. Yes. Or that. See, I was thinking maybe the pose, right? Because to right. me, the pose is synonymous. And and just you do it's what made me, I told you before, a Batista fan. Seeing them live, he had a pose down with Hogan. And I was like, I'm watching them I like instantly. I know what it is, whatever we like pro wrestling, what we like for wrestling. It snapped with me, yo, Batista's that guy. All and right. I became a Batista fan. All right, I like it, Mike. 
But we're also, you are kind of referencing the NBA logo, right? Right, yes. Okay. So, yeah, as soon as you see the Flair silhouette, you know instantly it's Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. You know instantly, you know, Randy Savage or instantly it's Hulk Hogan. But there's a lot of fans that are NBA, diehard NBA fans that don't yeah, know no, who I know that is. Yes, this is very true. Yep. Yeah. So you got to be like, well, who is that? And you'd have to say, well, let me sit you down and let me explain who that is. Or, you know what? I'm a big NBA fan. I love the NBA logo. It's a part of me. But I don't know who that player is. Let me look yeah. it up. Let me do some research. Let me look. I think it would be the same thing with Terry Funk because Terry Funk, not some some people will get it and some people won't. So then you're going to have to know your history. You're going to have to ask somebody. You're going to have to. I don't know if I remember the ketchup and mustard match between him and John Moxley. Yes. You know, I, I don't want them to go back to that ever. I want no. to remember that before there was that debacle of a of a bot wire bomb match that Terry Funk did this every day. <laughs> Terry yeah, Funk. That was like, exactly. Like, I mean, <laughs> I think that's like this is a great topic, by the way. This is like a topic for a show. Like, go ahead, you can go ahead and steal it. It's okay. Just give me. If I ever did, I would give you full credit, of course. But I stole it off there that anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> it'd be Terry Funk. It'd be Terry Funk. I like that. Um, so we got your Mount Rushmore. We see everybody can find Dave LeGrecker on Twitter. Bust open ready if you guys do not know. I'm, I'm just sorry. I, for me, I find it hard pressed for wrestling fans not to know who you are. So uh, if you think that's like a big accomplishment, I, 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 I'm I, sorry. I think it is. I'm not sure if it is or not. Is it? I think if you're a wrestling fan and you're listening to any kind of wrestling radio or podcast, they should know who Dave LeGrecker and Bust Open Radio is. Because to me, you guys are the tip top. I'm a big fan of, of, of Cheap Heat. Okay, I, 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 I think he, I think he's great. Uh, you know what I mean. And then for those who like Sam Roberts, I have nothing bad against Sam Roberts. But I do want to ask you this before I let you go. You're do what are your thoughts about dirt sheets? So like I said, when I when I mentioned journalism, I figured because you guys have the ins and outs, you get your news. How you get your news, and you don't necessarily, guys. And I listened for years now. You don't really dabble in dirt sheets. You get it word of mouth, or you would use words like rumor mill. You won't use dirt sheets necessarily. Um, do you think they're good or bad for pro wrestling? It's a great question because when Doug and I started the show, one thing we said it was we didn't want it to be an audio dirt sheet. We didn't want to um, we didn't want to have spoilers. We didn't want to report on any spoilers or spoil for anybody. So that was a big thing. Um, man, I, I it's it's rough. It's tough for me. I under it's, I'll say this. I understand that dirt sheets have become kind of a necessity because since the veil has been pulled back and Vince McMahon has basically said what you're watching is predetermined. Yeah. I think a lot of fans have had to need, they needed some kind of realism to still captivate them to watch pro wrestling. And I think that's become the dirt sheet, like the behind the scenes, the politics, I think that's a big reason why people still maintain their fandom for pro wrestling is because of the dirt sheet. So it would be easy for me to say, I hate dirt sheets. It's ruined pro wrestling and condemn it. But I, I really can't do that because even though I'm not a big fan of it, in a lot of ways, it's, it's saved it. So it's become, I guess, to kind of go back to, you know, an old Eddie, Eddie Murphy line, 
it's it's a it's a necessary evil. If you ever seen okay. um, what was the uh, what was the uh, what was that vampire movie that Eddie Murphy was in? Vampire, vampire in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Vampire in Brooklyn, where he said when he talked about necessary evil, the yeah. dirt sheets, the, the dirt sheets is a necessary evil. Well, folks, there you guys have it. Make sure you follow Dave LaGreca on Twitter, on social media. Their podcast, Bus Open Radio, is also available where. Did he freeze on us? I Did think he froze on us, Z. You're the host. How can you freeze? <laughs> That's all right. I'll just fill in. So you can listen to Bus It Open Monday through Saturday, 9 to noon. On Sirius XM, Fight Nation, channel 156. You could subscribe to the podcast. Uh, it's available on Apple, Pandora, Spotify, and Stitcher. And the the podcast is different than what you hear on Sirius XM. So even if you listen to Sirius XM, I still suggest that you subscribe to the podcast. Please rate and, uh, and like it and give us a five-star rating. And you could also go to Pro Wrestling Tees for any Dave LaGreca shirts. And you could go to uh, Cameo and get a Cameo. So I think we lost Mike. I think we did. Well, listen, thank you for lending us your time, your mind. And I hope that later on down the road, we can do this again. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for having me on. And tell Mike once he come, becomes unfrozen that I <laughs> I appreciate him and thank him for let me be a part of the show. Thanks. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. Look, it looks like I got the solo show right now. I don't know where Mike is, but you know what? The show must go on, and it will go on momentarily. Please he stay shows up. He Oh, I see you because you're a fan of this. So... He he shows up. He he's driving this fancy car. I'm terrible with car names, so don't ask me what it was. He drives up and he looks at uh Jake Atlas, who I just did not know. Um, not even not who he is, but I was like, oh, he's still here. So he shows up and he said, hey man. And I would ask Jake Atlas this too personally. I would have said, hey, park this right here. To which Jake Atlas rudely says, yeah, well, the million dollar man already beat you there. Ha ha ha. It wasn't even funny. His delivery sucks. He's like dry oatmeal to me. I I, I I don't know why. Like I look at him and, you know, I just personally, I huh? I, I, I just don't like Jake Atlas. Like I saw him. It, it's, it's, I don't know. I just don't like him. You know, when you ever looked at someone in the face and you just wanted to punch him, like just punch no. him. Right well, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you're from the Bronx. So yes, you have. Do not oh tell my me. God. I'm being attacked for where I'm from. This is crazy. Hey, everybody. Looks like y'all back with Big Kisk. Big Kisk. Oh, oh, my solo show just ended. I'm back. Never I'm mind. Bad. I'm back. <laughs> I got to come out this expensive $1,000 robe jacket <laughs> right now. Man, welcome to Florida, people. Jesus. When I tell you, I looked up and the Knox 5000 was buffing also. I said, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, damn, I pay all that money. You can see I paid money. You can see that outfit. Look at that jacket, y'all. That thing costs money. Look at that thing. You gotta right bring there. it back. You gotta bring it back. Don't put it up. You gotta bring it back. Okay, well, there it is. That's all you're gonna get right now. I'm mad. <laughs> Jesus. It's Christ. all right. Me, me and LaGreca, we close it out like champs. All right. Jesus, man. <laughs>
<laughs> I am completely embarrassed, but it's okay. We are back. I'm actually, I'm not embarrassed. Shit happens. Listen, so welcome back to the show, Dice. What an interview. Like I said, I've been trying to get him that on great. For, for quite some time. So I'm glad I had the opportunity to get him on. Um, wish I could have out him better than that. And um, I'll get back up with him. No problem. No time. No time soon. But a lot of things in the world of pro wrestling has happened this past week. And one mm-hmm. of the biggest things that's happened this past week is the, uh, we were continuing with the WWE releases. And this week we got the release that people thought we would have months and months and months ago. And one of those releases was the Velveteen Dream, a.k.a. Patrick Clark. Or not a.k.a. A.k.a. Velveteen Dream, Patrick Clark was released. Um, now, I had an opportunity to interview Mr. Patrick Clark Jr. Uh, a few years back um, as Tough Enough had ended. I was a Patrick Clark Velveteen Dream fan. I think most wrestling fans were fans of one Velveteen Dream. However, things happened. He put himself in some uncompromising, if you will, so to speak, positions, uh, allegedly. Um, And he had, you know, been held back on television. The question is, did you or did you not believe what was being said? Dice, for those who don't know, refresh them and let them know uh, snippets of what he had to say upon his release. He released at least a good two page, you know, explanation. That motherfucker was an essay. Yeah. That motherfucker released an essay. It was like a. It was like your college professor told you to go write a six thousand word essay on what or what you did not do in reference to these allegations. But uh, so I'm not gonna. It, it was broken down into two photos, um, on his on his Twitter, and I'm not gonna go into the first part because the first part is just the intro of everything. Right. But the main thing that I think that most fans didn't really take into consideration when accusations get bought up against athletes of any profession is the facts and (laughs) say it more time please the the facts and the facts of the matter are that the most important stuff that he put in there it says josh and jacob are two of many people that i've helped yet those are the only two have found me to be malicious and predatory and how i got into helping others that information wasn't shared at the time and mm-hmm. i remember we talked about this issue a lot we talked about it a lot and those two names never popped up and no. i had I had to go back and look at old tweets and i never saw those two names so the guy josh fuller reached out to jacob over social media before josh put on his own accusations and then josh fuller temporarily deleted his account which is at josh fuller pw so it's pretty I, on this. Usually I don't believe accusations in this sense, because, you know, for one, you just don't want to see that type of shit happen, especially not to a black man in America in a profession that he's really good at and people love him. But for the simple fact that it's a disgusting thing to be accused of. And and if you know, if it's true, it's it's a, a disgusting thing to be uh, caught in. So um I got to say, I'm going to give, I, I'm going to go with too sweet on this one. And I'm going to believe what Velveteen Dream is saying. Not putting my fandom aside. I'm going to believe what he's saying. Because who's to say that it's not real? Who's to say it's not true? And at some point, WWE had to have seen this. If he shared this information with them, it, at some point in time, they've had to believe him as well. Because this, he, they've been investigating for like eight months. It, it Come on, if I got investigated something for eight months, I'm good. 
I'm good on that one. So I think there was some belief on WWE's behalf and what he was saying, but I just think that it, the backlash that they that WWE got from everybody saying you you cut Samoa Joe, but Velveteen Dream is still there, and yada yada yada. So I just think that it was just I just think that the scene was too hot for him, so they let him go. That point blank period, they just let him go because the scene was too hot for him. He he lost the steam that he got, and he pretty much just. You know, did we lose Mike again? I think we lost Mike again. Something's going on, but you know what? Show will go on. So this is this is. I think this is all just two words. Take them, stick them sideways, shove it. Um, we don't really, we don't really care for the rumors. So, uh, <clears throat> but what what we want to talk about next is Monday Night Raw last week it was just. WWE has a problem right now. Can we all agree on that? Can we all agree that WWE has a problem? And it's a Raw problem. Raw has got to be the weakest show on WWE right now. If I'm lying, I'm flying. Like I, like LaGreca said earlier, WWE Raw, it, it has moments. But those moments are spread out in three hours so it makes me have to continue to watch this unbearable site that is monday night raw i pretty much watch it for like three or four things which is like rhea ripley rk bro see what mvp is going to do and then see if the fiend is going to show up and which the fiend still hasn't shown up so you know really i'm watching for like three things and you know then it's oh we gotta wait till friday for the real excitement and WWE, I mean, NXT is good. But, you know, for the simple fact of the matter is that the best thing going in WWE is the Usos and Roman Reigns. I think that's, I think that any wrestling fan would agree. Uh, if you don't, then there, there's probably an issue with the way you look at pro wrestling. But that doesn't mean that you're stupid. I'm not going to call you stupid. But it's probably an issue with the way you look at pro wrestling. But AEW was still just coasting to me. It's just coasting, but I think that them finally getting the title off of Miro, I mean, uh, off of Darby Allen and putting it on Miro, I think that's a great move. Like you don't, you don't get somebody with the, the the caliber of talent that Miro has in WWE, and then put him in a- AEW and not let him grab some sort of title. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Z is Silent around the blocks. I am your new host. Mr. Dice Mayor Holler, we got a special guest here, aka Mr. Freeze. All right, everybody, chill. <laughs> I've never had internet problems in my entire life. You know how? Let's keep it a being. We're gamers. We make fun of motherfuckers who got bad internet connections. I just made us somebody made fun of somebody on Friday for having a bad internet connection on the SmackDown show. I, I, I. I, I, I want to cut the fucking show. I'm pissed right now, it's dog. It's a great. You cannot. <laughs> it's a great. This is my single, my solo show debut. This is. <laughs> I'm doing great right now. So right now we're talking about. We just finished up talking about Raw and, and yeah. the small, like like Lagreca said. There's only moments of Raw, and when he said that, I had to go back and think. Every show that we've done on Monday reviewing mm-hmm. Raw, we've literally only talked about moments. What like this moment there? With, like, uh, I just said it. I care about Bobby the hurt business. What about? I care about the hurt business. What about? Oh, Matt that's the, that's tonight. That's oh, tonight. because Riddle 
we got a small we got a small heel turn. We don't know what mm-hmm. it is. Is a tweener turn? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a tweener we got turn. These, we got these ladies going again again oh, tonight. Anytime Nia Jax is on <laughs> Raw is a good good night. <laughs> oh God! Oh. We didn't talk about the SmackDown, the oh. Bloodline. Can we itself. please get into it already? Go right ahead, because we. I want to know what you think about this man popping up out of nowhere. Listen, you know what I hate? I hate when it's Friday night and mm-hmm. I'm chilling with my baby boy, and for some reason I fell asleep. I got to him. <laughs> he had a good day at daycare. Fed him some Gerber food. He fell asleep. I fell asleep and then I wake up and I get the notification from Bleacher Report that Alistair Black is back. And I was like, mm. damn it, why did I do that? <laughs> now I gotta I gotta watch, I gotta watch the 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 stream back, and I know that he's coming, but I don't want to fast forward to the end because it's cheating. That's just cheating. So <laughs> it, it was a. I thought it was probably the best fatal four match, fatal four way match I've seen WWE in, in the past and couple of years. It, it was it's really been the best one that I've seen in a really long time. It was really, really, really I good. Think the I did not like the ending. That though. match would have to be Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens did. I don't exactly know. And you know, and you said, know and I, hold I up, mean, hold up. Before you even speak, your guy Sami Zayn. He Sami Zayn was literally everywhere doing the manipulative shit that he always does and i loved it i loved everybody portraying their characters in that match that match could have done no wrong at all but the simple fact of the matter is why big e and in my mind i'm thinking why big e but at the same time when i'm looking at it i'm like all right you know what this is good this is good it's good this is good because This, good. this prolongs mm-hmm. Big E's plateau to go up for that Universal Championship. Well, that was already plateaued by them keep planting the season of Shield fighting again. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, but I is think, it I think, since now the since now Seth freaking White Jesus Rollins came out and beat the shit out of Cesaro? Uh, yeah. Again, that's, that's that's the part where it gets blurry for me in that Universal Title picture. Um, I still think that they kind of hold that match off till maybe SummerSlam. If mm-hmm. if the John Cena July 16th rumor is true or not. I think eh, it's true. I, I think, think it's, it's true. true as well. I think it's true as well, but subject subject to change. Subject but to change. so so it, I mean if, let's think about the next couple of opponents that he could have. Obviously, Seth is in there. Um uh, who who after that? He took out Cesaro. Uh, do we really want to see KO uh, fail again? No, but does KO really fail? He's not going against Roman right now. He's so, not going to win against Roman. He can right. win the title, but he's not going to win it against Roman. No. Um, that's why I didn't understand about them. As great as the match was, right? And SmackDown, I mean, can, can, typically does no wrong. And I thought SmackDown was a great show. Probably the best wrestling show of the week to me. And I was at NXT and I'll be at NXT again tomorrow night watching Finn fucking Balor. Sorry. Taking my NXT title with me. And I, you know I don't take my titles places. But I'm taking my NXT original title with me so I can hope to see Finn and he signs it. But I didn't. I just I don't know if I liked it the end. Because I'm attacking Big E. I, I wasn't sure about that. Because I was like, okay, like you just said when you opened up your soliloquy. Why Big E? 
We're going to find out. And that's always my thing when it comes to professional wrestling. I'm, I'm cool with reserving the right to, to see what happens next. So I'm in, my, in my great wrestling predictive mind, mm. the only thing that Spoiler. I can correlate. Spoiler alert. <laughs> the only thing that I can correlate between Big E and Aleister Black is the dark upbringing of Aleister Black versus oh, the, preacher. the constant powerhouse of positivity and the big preacher, e the preacher he's man. always freaking happy he's the son of he's the preacher always, man. this is what he did in the interview this is what he did kayla he came up from the he came up from the bottom and i was wondering where he coming from that's what i thought i was like <laughs> what are you doing where you coming from big e? kayla what are you down there doing girl what I mean, so Alistair's probably tired of the fucking positive shit, too. So I, I think that's probably the only thing that I could think of. And and I'm for it. I'm for it. But more importantly, where, what now happens with that IC championship uh, with Apollo Crews? Because he squeaks by again. I loved it. I loved that he was <laughs> the winner of that match. I'm more interested in what, what happens. What did Roman whisper to main event Ooze? Did he say about his brother? Because his brother now has a match against the, you know, the straight the street profits for next week. He said, he don't need you, but I need you. He told you he don't need you, but I thought it was great when he went back and he said, Hey, we got a match. And Roman said, We we said, I'm the <laughs> tribal chief. You're the main event. This is we. I don't know what that is, but we are here. He has not bent the knee. So there is no we until he bends the knee. Then he whispered sweet nothings into his ear, and all of a sudden the match is on for next Jay week. Look, so, huh? He look. It looks like he's going to. He, Jay's in. He's in a horrible predicament. And as as a family oriented person, I can't help but to feel for Jay. But I can't help but to feel for Jimmy. Like right. it, it's like everybody, whether you want to believe it or not, everybody has a favorite cousin, a favorite sibling. Uh, you know, say like I got three sisters, I got one brother, and I love all of my sisters equally, but it's always the one sister that I butted heads with the most as I was younger, who is now my best friend, my confidant. Every time I can call her or text her, and we would talk about absolutely nothing for hours. And I would say I'm the closest with her, so she's my favorite sibling, but that doesn't mean I love my other siblings any less. Any less and right. I feel like that is where any person that's a fan of wrestling can identify or agree with that because sometimes you don't agree with your siblings. Sometimes you don't agree with your cousin, but they're still family. So at some point in time, you guys are going to have to figure out where do we go from here? Welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins. That's me and my cousin. <laughs> like, to the T. Ask my wife. Yeah, I took her there for my cousin's wedding. And she must have flipped the, uh, the freeze pop spilt on her. And my cousin said, oh, let me get that for you. But I'm drunk. You know how it is when you get drinking. I'm drink I am I hadn't been home in 10 years. I, so I've been drinking. I'm in a I'm Chicago. I feel home. See that bottle? I'm like that. And she had open bar. Okay? And I said, what you looking at my wife for? Looking at my wife like that. What's wrong? <laughs> Mad dog, how you doing, my brother? Thank you for stopping by. And he's just like, uh, she's just like, he's just getting the napkin for me. But tonight on Raw, we're going to talk about that momentarily. But we want to get to the question we also asked Dave LaGreca. And that was, who would you put dice on the logo? If WB had a logo like the NBA, which superstar would you put on that logo? Dave LaGreca said for him, it would be Terry Funk. 
Um, again, I don't disagree with it, although it would be my pick. Okay. But what I would say for my pick, I still don't know. And I gave him a lot of time to pick that because to me, you could pick one of three people if that makes any sense. All right. I refuse to say it would be Hogan. I'm like Dave LaGreca. He's out of here. You know, politically speaking, he fucked all that up. Okay. So H.H. Hulk Hogan is not in that logo. Although he would probably be the best one. Like you said, either the leg drop or the, or the, or I said the pose, that would be the best one. Um, from that, I would have to go. I could see it being Flair. I could see it being Hogan. I mean, not not Hogan. I'm sorry, Rock or Austin. And that's where it leaves me with those three. Where I'm not sure. You could have a. You could clearly have the Hell Yes. You can have the Rock. You know, logo with the microphone. But we're thinking about WWE and who they would choose if that was the logo for them. So I gotta say, Flair would be out of it. Because he's not a WWE guy. So Flair would not be there. All right? So more than likely, the name we're not wanting to say would be the logo, I think. I think it would be Hogan or it would be Andre. Because Dave brought up someone being old, someone some kids may not know. Right? Andre the Giant, The Rock, Stone Cold, or maybe in a distant fourth would be you know, the Undertaker and John Cena. I cannot pick that one. That's a hard one for me, Dice. You know, I always call people pussyfoots for not picking one. I can't pick one right now. Between, because I'm be honest with you, if I had to pick one, fuck it, I got to do it. It would be him. You would... pussyfooting? You pussyfooting around? It was, okay. Damn, you can't make a choice? You know what, Pastor Mike TDO die, man. I tell you who it's going to be, and I will tell you the reason why, and it's not even close. We are not in the realm of professional wrestling anymore. So mm-hmm. the reason, the person that makes the most sense, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's a black man, Samoan even. They wouldn't pick him with they, him. They would because they don't consider him black. They don't. They consider him Samoan. He's Samoan. His family is arguably the greatest family in wrestling. Probably the thickest family in wrestling. We've had that discussion. Who is more popular, the Von Erics, the Hearts, or the Anawanis? Anawanis. Now, let's say who's more popular, though. I think so. I think Do you know how are. big the Von Erics were in the 80s? Yeah, but they I was still ran a Texas. Firm. They ran I was still a Texas. Firm. The they only way I knew Texas. about them was playing Legends of Wrestling on PlayStation. <laughs> they ran but Texas. And I, the would say, I would say that you would put The Rock on there for Sky Bolting. Pro I hate wrestling to say it. It wouldn't be. Let's put him in culture. there. Let's put him in there. Okay, like, let's think about. Would it be Hogan? About, I think it would be Hogan. Would it be Hogan? If, I if think it would, it would be Hogan. The re- okay, the reason why I put Rock over Hogan, right? Um. Let's think. Hogan joined the company that tried to bury and almost succeeded. Burying Vince McMahon. People to this day still think that was a ruse. So you think it was uh, a... Just like he did with Impact, uh, like he did with TNA. It was all part of the strip. Part of the strip. Okay. Um, Oh, God. What did he say? Did Did he just get me started? You did. Hold on. Please let me get my let, let me get my let me get my rocks I'm sorry, because you know I agree with that. Let me get my rocks off. Okay, um, get your hat. Blow your socks off. Make sure you're gee, hold on. That's the wrong person I'm singing that to. Hey baby, yeah. where you at? Yeah, I, I think I think if you wanna if you wanted to put Hogan there, that's fine. 
but it, it, you're speaking are, are now are you speaking from a wrestling or I'm thinking is, are, are we talking are we talking pro wrestling or are we talking WWE sports I'm thinking I'm thinking if you're talking we're talking if about we the, talk logo, the question is the w- it has to but, be the, but the question is the WWE logo right that's the question if put it the back WWE up. had a logo put it back up okay if the WWE had a logo if WWF sorry had a logo like the NBA same thing WWE who would be on the logo and right, I gotta now, say that, that changes everything. I, I I thought that I seen the WWF. I thought that I seen WWF. Wasn't sure, but I've seen the same question among social media as well, and it was WWE. It, it, it was actually pro wrestling, so that's okay, why I so chose we're not that you. Technical. Yeah, okay, we're not. Yeah, being, okay. If, if pro but wrestling if had a gonna, logo, if, we're gonna, if they're going to say that this is what sports entertainment is, Hogan's all about, still more popular than The Rock. Let me rephrase that. Not more popular, more known. More known. Uh, but in the okay, eyes of wrestling, in the eyes of wrestling, in the eye, okay, okay. But think about the crossover appeal that hundred percent the Rock Johnson. There would has. be no the Wayne the Rock Johnson if there wasn't for Hulk Hogan with three K. This is true, but but as greats, are they not able to be surpassed? Absolutely. The only one who can't be surpassed is Michael Jordan because it has nothing to do with basketball. You brought it out, motherfucker. You said this shit. <laughs> okay. He would never, LeBron will never be Mike because it has nothing to do with basketball. It's why we call him the that's GOAT. That's fine. That's fine. We, right, my Michael Jordan was Kobe being Bryant. Yeah, but even your Michael Jordan knew that it was only one Michael Jordan. So that that's fine. makes my point even But there's better. only one Kobe Bryant. But like Kobe Bryant couldn't be Kobe LeBron without Mike. Team. But Kobe even said, don't even talk about me without seeing him. That's different. Kobe even said, don't say I'm better than him because I'm him. Listen, so you can that's his words. Okay. <laughs> I got him. I got him. Mad dog. In the chat. Let Big. me at you right now. No, you're going to tell me what the hell's on your Mad Dog Kelly. Huh? No, mother, who's on your guy? I mean, not your Mount Rushmore. Who the hell's on your logo? It's going to be Hogan with the leg drop then. It, it has to be. If, it, it, if we're be. talking wrestling. But politically speaking, he's kicked out this. The, 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 yeah. He can't but if be. We're talking, but if going, we're talking sports entertainment, it's The you're Rock. You're going to Rock. I think it's The Rock as well. I think yeah. I think that that infamous, do you smell, you know what I'm saying, is it's more over. I, see, it can I be think, more accepted even than Stone Cold. With the, with the with the fist up. I think that's. Or that, that one. Or that or, one. Even if they wanted to put a belt hanging from it with a silhouette. I mean, I think that would be pretty Or good. that one. I like that. So, so we're going with the rock for the logo. The rock is the logo of professional wrestling. Okay. Now. 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 But listen, just, to, just to, before you go, before you go, this has been a question today because the big news of the day was that <laughs> AEW's own Jim Ross was asked who's the best wrestler in the world. And the man said still to this day, it's Randy freaking Orton and every wrestler, including Mr. Y2J, had a lot to say about him saying that Jericho was quoted first by some. Well, I'm going to quote Jericho for saying I've wrestled everybody that's wrestling today. That's the top in the business. And there is no one better than Kenny Omega. There's a reason why he has all the belts. All I got to do is say baloney. And you know I don't like baloney. Okay. So attack as you will, my brother, while I sit back on this, whether you're not knowing what's in my cup. Now, you know that my guy is Orton. 100%. That's why I had to say it. I've been there with Orton since the Orton injury report in 2002. That's why I became a fan, too. 
Jim Ross is right, <laughs> but Jim Ross is wrong. How? Kenny, I'll make another best Kim, don't you? I'm, I'm Jim like Ross. Jim Ross said he's the best wrestler. I don't think so. I think that he's possibly the best character, the best at playing a character later on in his career. However, you said he was wrestler of the year last year. Just saying. I did say he was wrestler of the year last year because AJ Styles didn't have a really good storyline. Okay. But if we want to talk about wrestler, the best wrestler today. Today, Skip. It's 43-year-old AJ Styles. It's 43-year-old AJ Styles. Every time. It's 43-year-old AJ Styles. He lets me down. Every time y'all see his face, he's every single listen to me when I tell you this. Can I just get one pause? Can I get me, a nickel hold on, hold on. I gotta I gotta make this comparison. Okay. There's a certain wrestler that we regard as the greatest wrestler, not mm -hmm. character, mm -hmm. not big man, not high flyer. He is mm -hmm. the greatest wrestler. Who mm -hmm. is that guy? Shawn Michaels. Bullshit. That guy is Kurt freaking Angle. <laughs> oh, okay. You meant that way. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. Okay. My bad. There's multiple people to say in, in that ring, circle, in character, well, no, when honestly, he is on, they he all, is They on. all say Shawn Michaels, but if you want to be real. He's, perform he's the performer. Performer, right. Performer. But I don't think nobody can touch the wrestling machine, Kurt Angle inside sports. Not the Brett, not Shawn. Okay. Continue your soliloquy. I'm going big balls here. Brazen. Big balls. AJ Styles run. How he was he was wrestling a year for how many years in a row? It doesn't oh, matter. Three. He was on a tear, just like Kurt Angle was regarded for like five years in a row mm -hmm. as greatest wrestler in the world, as the wrestling machine. AJ Styles has a wrestling machine what type Janet persona when he is what did Janet in Jackson that say? ring. What did Janet Jackson, which is not his fault? Do not take that. I'm taking nothing away from from AJ. You cannot be wrestler of the year or the best wrestler in the world when you're not being portrayed as one. That's all I'm saying. And that's why, unfortunately, no fault of his own, he's out of the equation. Because he has not been portrayed that way recently. Okay. Recently, you've seen Orton in the top of his game going against Edge. So and if everybody you're going else. that route, you have that's, a very great that's, point. That's, you that's, have that's, a very great point. That's the only reason why. I'm just going to back down. I'm going to back out of the paint. I'm going to back out of the paint. Listen. Too strong. Is that That's pretty fine. straight like so it? That just get That just get messy. Y'all don't understand. What did I just say? Though? What did I just I say just, beforehand? I said Orton. Here. He's right. I said here, he's right here. about Orton. This was given to me by Hang City Little League. My team, Little Dicks. L Dicks, that is. <laughs> this is now yours. Okay? You are the Little Dick of the day. I love it. I cannot believe that he disagreed with me about anything with AJ Styles. Holy moly donut shop. Listen, I mean, just because you threw in, just because you threw in the little curveball that I was not thinking about, was not it was, it was more like it was more like a knuckle. I'm I gave you it a, was a Tim Wakefield. It was okay, like, it was a knuckleball. Yeah, I can't I can't tell them bitches from fastballs or curveballs. It was definitely a knuckleball. You threw that in my you threw that in my whole soliloquy and yeah, yeah, I see your, your, your W Mount Rush one was like triple A, triple A, triple A, triple A. Was it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not messing with you right now. Okay. Um, but in that conversation, I, I didn't think it was it, there has to be something about people have to understand something about Jim Ross. And I said this, and I cut a lot of flack for it. Some people say Jim Ross is the greatest of all time. 
I'm not one of those guys. I don't think JR and King are the best. To me, you better not Gorilla put Shivani up there. No, it was to me, it was Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby DeBrain Heenan or Gorilla Monsoon Ooh, and, and Lord Alfred Hayes. Okay, I, I'm yeah, a Gorilla Monsoon and I'm also I'm also a Gordon Sully guy. And would I would you not, also, would you not put Vince McMahon somewhere in there? I, I, would, put Vincent in, I would put Vince in like my top five, but I'm also putting number three, which would be a lot of people's number one who gets no credit. Oh my God! Like he's just insane. He was a one man crew. He did play by play and color. Did Joey Greco or not Joey? Shit, I'm thinking about Joey Jesus. Styles. Joey Styles. <laughs> but um, overall, Jim Ross is old. Okay, and you guys so, gotta understand that that he's 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 not just out of touch. He's old, and he's been hired because he who he is. And you want to give AEW over, and you do that by having a a, a confident and a knowledgeable and a knowing a, a known commentator. And I like what they do for Raw. Okay, so Jim Ross is out of touch. He should have never said, even if he feels that way, that it's Randy Orton, that it's Randy Orton over his company's own Kenny Omega. He should have never mentioned that. Okay, but I do like the fact that he mentioned Randy Orton. I thought that was pretty dope. Um, guys, Seth Rollins beat Triple H with a bad leg at WrestleMania 33. Your point there, Mad Dog. Hey, Thank hey, you. hey, Mad Dog, Mad Dog. You know it's all storyline, right? Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. That's White Jesus Devontae Christ Rollins, okay? Get his name right. Okay? <laughs> tonight on Raw, though, Dice, we got a lot of bullshit we can deal with. And uh, one of the things that tonight on Raw, yeah, it, it, it's, 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 it's tonight. We, we have to sit back and watch it, and it, it's just what it is. Well, listen, I'm glad I got me a bottle right now because I'm going to need to be drunk to get I, through these fucking Raws. I'm, I'm mad. That, I got to get Dave LaGreca back on because one of the things I want to touch on even today, and we don't have time for it, when I mean, we do, but we don't. Is the thing tonight, right? With Lasty and 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 um, Kofi Kingston. I, I'm not. I'm not sure if you guys noticed this, and I don't want to put this in a bad sour note for next week's show, or leading to next week's show, or our Twitter accounts, and and get us that way as well. Is I still think there's racism in professional wrestling, and I don't know if you guys noticed this. Like even with when it comes to the kind of title, notice how that match started off. If you remember that match, it was. You got four, you got two whites, two blacks in the ring. The whites fought, the blacks fought. Lately, during this pandemic era, there's been a lot of black and white fighting. <laughs> I don't know if I'm sorry, these are things that I notice. Okay, the blacks Nobody fight. Nobody blacks... checks for that <laughs> stuff but you. People do. I'm just here to talk about it. But no, okay? no, hold up, hold up. The thing that you didn't address, you didn't address the fact that these four men all have beef, and there's the black guys are fighting the black guys because they've had beef, and then yeah. the white guys are fighting the white guys because they, they have beef. I you get immediately that, but, but went why, to, But why do black all the blacks fight the blacks and all the whites fight the whites? Okay, before the fatal four-way, who was fighting who? It was white on white and black on black. Like, if you get COVID, you can't get it from a black, you can't get it from a white. I'm just saying. COVID what? has changed again. You know, <laughs> that's, just, that's my wild tank for today. Real fast, we gotta hear Dice. Suck it or too sweet and what we got all right all right suck it or too sweet um i think i I already touched on the the velveteen dream thing still very touchy i, I it kind of pisses me off but we're not going to get into that um, no we will i'm gonna say this i got frozen on that screen you did you was like this innocent innocent to proven guilty <laughs> I've always said that. I'm going to say it again, and I could be wrong, and that's fine. If you're wrong, you're wrong. But we got to stop accusing people because that's the cool thing to do. Okay? Right. And when this when this first stuff first happened, me and you both sat back and said, hey, I need more than just these inbox of, of, a, of a so-called text message between each other. Because so, we can all – there's Photoshop, and the shit that I can do 
with this motherfucking note, the shit that I can do with this, I can put some titties on Mike's head right now. Right on my head. Straight up. uh, Like he came from Total Recall. Total Recall and titties. (laughs) Total Recall and titties. Okay. What we got? Um, Two two sweet or two words. Um, I just came across this actually. Okay. Uh, Carlito says Shawn Michaels flat out told him he didn't like him. I would say suck it because everything, and not just the biography that was way better last week than it was this week with the Ultimate Warrior um, and his wife not liking at all what they did on Dark Side of the Ring. I've never heard Shawn Michaels at the moment where we've seen Carlito. Like, this wasn't, Carlito wasn't here when Shawn Michaels was younger. Carlito came back when Shawn Michaels had quote unquote found God. And that Shawn Michaels, we haven't heard anything negative about. So him saying that, how was that said? I don't like what you do in the ring. I don't like you spitting. That text can be taken out of context. And so until we get the full context, there's like the Bible, there's pretext and there's post-text. But what matters is what's in the middle. I'm going to go ahead and suck that. I get more information on do that. You think, do you think that because of his, his uh, character that he kind of believed that hype behind his character and he could do whatever he wanted. So maybe that's why it was set. like, I that's think they could believable because he might've, he might've believed the hype in his character too much. Sort of MJ effish. That's where I, that's why I say for and now, that, suck it till I, we get more. The, the context of that, of that information is not fully given. And that's where we have to be who we are. Dave may not be a journalist. I'm still a journalist. That's what I went to school to be. It's my job to uncover the truth before I get out there and spew what it's not facts. Yes. Um, and then the other one was Big E, not Big E, Keith Lee. I'm yeah. sorry, Keith Lee being released by WWE because he's not been on screen. Definitely saying suck it. Um his fiance, um Mia Yams, Mia Yams um came out and said it's under nobody's business. It's clearly something going on. We don't know what it is. I don't think Keith Lee is getting fired, but it's just something we just don't know. It's, that's all. Let's hope it's not nothing criminal, right? And yeah. move on from there. So that's that's my take on that. And the last thing, uh, it's not too sweet or two words for you, but just want to give a huge shout out and a get well soon to Enzo Amore, who took a nasty DDT on concrete. Concrete. <laughs> I'm sorry, and I'm laughing because of uh, <laughs> all I thought about was the uh, Jake the Snake DDTing, um, <laughs> um, shit, his name Ricky Steamboat <laughs> on the concrete when I was a kid. That shit was so real. It was like, oh my god. And so he he <laughs> took he took he took it to concrete, and he uh, I'm guessing that he it was a bad fall. I bet he was um, he's back in WWF up, right now. Fucked up some shit on his neck. So um, he did post he did post a. a, a a video on his Instagram, um, pretty much cutting a promo. So uh, I'm guessing that he's okay. Um, but it shout out to him for being a trooper and still staying in character with the shits. Uh, and I wish him a speedy recovery. Even though he doesn't know who the fuck I am, I'm still a wrestling <laughs> fan. Damn it! So it's real to me. Damn it! Can refer to me as Ah Big Kisk in the chat. That's all I got. Okay, I was just 
I thought you were frozen for a minute. You had the dog in, in the headlights look. I thought you was frozen. I I had to make sure. <laughs> that was the worst thing ever happened to me. In the, of a, in the end of an interview, the shit froze. Like my, my internet, I'm literally watching this shit go. I looked over, the TV's going buffing, buffing. I'm like, what the fuck is my TV buffing for? And I got smart shit, right? So if my TV's losing internet, that means I lost internet, which is, they're getting a call, okay? Because that's some bullshit, okay? I pay for a lot of shit, Spectrum, okay? To be doing that, but um, tonight on Raw, if we got to hear what do you what do you expect good from the night on Raw? If there's anything good tonight on Raw, because listen, I gotta say it, the greatest women's wrestler of all the times, Charlotte Flair will be on TV tonight, and that's all that matters to me. Uh, that's not all that matters. Nia Jax, big voluptuous red beauty in the beast, cake ass. beauty in the beast. I told y'all I never know who was beauty and who's the beast. You decide. You better stop disrespecting Naya right <laughs> <You> now. Just, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not um, one to I, say. I, I called it. I called it last week when we were, we were sitting in the Xbox party. Um, I think that there's going to be a new day in Drew McIntyre, uh, match versus Bobby Lashley and uh, RK Bro. That if if that if that happens, I think something happens between Riddle and Xavier, and we'll we'll, we'll kind of fill it out. But if we don't get that this week, it'll be next week. But something Orton's in that gray area, so if they're going to do a six man tag with them, it's definitely going to put him out of the gray area. Like RK Bro is going to be, I think they're going to be a. <laughs> Have you not seen Amira? I, I, I think that I think that uh you want at some wife. point they got they gotta flip the full switch on RK Bro, either their heels or their faces. And well, I think it's still a little bit too soon, and we get a little bit more of that clarification tonight, yeah. right? Because we know what Orton historically is, right? But we know what Riddle has been here, and he got touched with having to choose a side last week. And so I do love to see the dynamic of that coming up this week of them choosing the side of um you know what they're gonna do. Um, I don't. That. I don't think. I, yeah, I think. I don't think it's that crystal clear. Um, the the way that it's. I, I think they like having these type of tag teams where, like, think about Team Hell No. You're like one person's a face, one person's a heel. Like it's gonna it's gonna take on somebody to like flip the switch to make them, you know, heelish or babyface. I think what Riddle did last week is kind of setting the seeds for them to actually turn heel well, we're gonna find tonight tomatoes well, other than that, other than that there's not nothing tomatoes. really to look forward to i don't even know what the hell aj styles and omos is doing right now like they have no contenders elias keep getting his ass whipped with jackson Riker. like new day is focused on some other shit like Singles. nobody is there to contend viking raiders we don't even i ain't seen them we didn't talk about the promo with the street profits and oh what the, the three prophets promo? Everybody always wants to give my man Bianca Belair's husband the credit when everybody knows that D'Lo Brown's son is the real star. If y'all would he just was, stop hating, man, listen, he hell no, he was He's out there the quoting real star. Jay, he was out there quoting J. Cole lyrics as of his course own. he was. Just like this Friday, we're gonna be quoting the new DMX album's lyrics. Yes, What's sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, listen, sir. With that being said, guys, we're gonna get up out of here. 
Dice, where can they find you? And most importantly, plug the gamers, the, the streamer channel, because we're going to do big things at Guan, baby. Everybody, if you are into good conversation, some funny shit happening, or just some funny raging, you need to follow The Z is Silent on Facebook. Type it in. Type it in. Z is Silent. You can follow Z is Silent on Instagram and on Twitter. Twitch and not so much. They don't be want to pay nobody, but you know what I'm saying? Like we still got to get it any way possible. We are trying to build brands. If brands. you building a brand, inbox me, yo brand building shit. Let's do this. Let's make a network. We can only support each other if we support each other. Honestly, viva la. Okay, my bad. I was. I heard Vicky Guerrero in my ear. Listen, real good out of here, guys. Do me a favor. Do not wake up tomorrow morning and say to yourself. I love me some me and don't love God. That's crazy, y'all. We're out of here, y'all. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's gonna pay. Because the million dollar man always gets his way. Yeah. It's like the illest posse cup right here, man. Sean Watts on the track. Zeus. Don one. Rewood, Quill, The Gift, and yours truly, Fred Nuts. I'm one in a million with a million dollar flow. Fred DiBiase got the power in it, though. If it's a problem, let me know or I suggest you let it go. Cause it ain't worth the problems that'll be knocking at your door, homie.